but I think it matters the destination if Russ gets traded. I think the destination probably matters less than most people think because I don't think that he is being traded for as some guy that's going to play 30 whatever minutes. I think it is a salary thing. Yeah. And if he gets traded, he likely gets bought out. So I don't, I think it matters. I'm not saying it doesn't matter at all. I'm saying I think it matters less than people might suspect. I'm going to make a prediction. Please. I think I'm going, I'm going to not, but I'm going to be very much in favor of hearing your prediction. You can cough if you think my prediction blink twice. If this is a hostage video. Okay. Um, I think that as soon as we get word on Russell Westbrook opting in, I think 24 hours or so later, he gets traded. That's my guess. Mm. Mm. Um, Interesting. That's, that's how I think this plays out. Um, Interesting. I don't think I don't like the more that I, I kind of think about it and this is, it might be just me being a Homer because like my, my brain doesn't want to comprehend the idea that the Lakers might be, um, uninformed enough to, to think that they can bring him back and, and have a chance next season, which again, the league this year was wide open. I think the league next year is going to be just as wide open. Um, unless we see some wild, like KD to the warriors type development, um, that, that throws everything out of whack. You're saying KD is going back to the Warriors? No, I'm saying like, if we see, yeah, <laughs> like, right. Um, that would be hilarious. That like, that would make my life. Warriors fans no, having to come. No, it would, it would be no, hilarious. No, it, no, it, no, it wouldn't. If KD goes back to the Warriors, they're that good again. You would not be, the, you the, would not the Lakers like aren't that. winning a championship anyway. And I think it'd be funny. Like I I'm, actually, no, let's get into this because, and I keep telling you this, but I think what this playoff showed, you said it's wide oh, open. Yeah, what I, this playoff showed is the Lakers are not as far off. Like, I don't think the Warriors were some great dominant, like, no, I, it was definitely not the overwhelming sensation I got felt, or I felt back when, you know, they would, they would go to their death lineup and Andre Iguodala was still in, 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 right. And you just put your, and, you put your hands up. Like, I don't know what we do here. We yeah. can't beat them. That is not what the NBA is right now. No. So, but you would not, you would not like KD going back to the Warriors because if KD goes back to the Warriors, then they are that again. Right. But like, so, you know, you, you've been to a, you've been to a casino and yeah. <laughs> and you're having, you're having like, you're having one of those days at a casino where like, it's just, as soon as the, the chips hit the table, they are in, they're back in the house's hands. It's just, it's okay. just, you're just, I, filtering have, chips. I have had, yes, I have. I have had some sessions yeah. at, at a casino where you're just not like, go what well. the yes. hell? Yeah. Yes. And, and like you get down to your last chip and you win, like you, you or your last couple chips. So you put like mm-hmm. whatever you have in front of you down and you push it all into, to, if you're playing blackjack and you, you say, maybe if I double this, I have a chance or something. Mm-hmm. And then, um, and then because of course the dealer throws down, like a 10 you, you you get to a 10 and the dealer's showing a three and the math is saying well you have to double pretty here. good yeah you feel pretty good you, you gotta yeah. you gotta double here yeah, and you're like you do yeah and and so um but you actually get a little annoyed that that double situation comes up because you know how it's going to play out 
when you double, <laughs> when you pull more cash out, you're, you're getting a, th- you're getting a two. Yeah. You just see yeah. it's going to happen. You're, yeah. And so, um, that's kind of how I feel about the Lakers heading into next season. Is that like, I, I know how this is probably going to wind up trading. Russell Westbrook is basically like getting dealt a 10 with the dealer showing a three and you're like, yeah, technically it might work out, but I probably know how this is going to end anyway. So if the, if the Warriors or some team just got super, super good all of a sudden, um, I would actually kind of welcome, welcome it because it would put me out of my misery. It would just be like, all right, I can, I can wash my hands and I, I can care a little bit less about how next year is going to go. Hmm. Yeah, um, I don't, I, yeah, I don't, I don't understand that like fandom. I, I don't, I don't get it. I, I just, I'm not gonna say what. I'm I, not saying you're wrong. I'll, I just I'll don't say, understand. I'll say, I'll say what I my 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 follow up to that point offline. Uh, I'll, I'll, <laughs> okay, it, okay, it would okay. not, it would not go very well. Um, okay. all right, let's let's <laughs> move. If you are editing yourself, <laughs> this has got to be something special because you are not one that edits yourself publicly very often. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm I'm looking forward to it. Um, you know, what? screw it. I'm just gonna say it. I haven't particularly. That a boy. I haven't enjoyed like the 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 LeBron AD experience. It hasn't been fun. Like I'm I'm, I'm ready for this experience to be over. Like it, it was great. They no. won that championship. It was great. It was it that. No, no. This that cannot be the like second talking point that we just gloss over. No, I look. It, There's a goddamn championship. A banner that goes it, up. What? Aaron, you're on a Lakers podcast. The Lakers market themselves off of exceptionalism. And if you, if you are just like, if you're cool with just the one championship, you're no longer exceptional. Like if you're just cool with one championship or whatever, that makes you Milwaukee, Toronto, Cleveland, and Boston over the last 36 oh, so years. Now we're getting into it. Yeah. Now, now but we're, like, okay, go ahead. But like, go ahead. This is your transition. Go ahead. But I, I, but anyway, like I'm, I'm ready for this era. I either want to see it go one of two ways. I want to see okay. them go down swinging, which is why I want them to trade Russell Westbrook, and it's why why I want them to move the two first rounders and give this group one last chance at a championship. Or I just want to see it end. Or I just want it like I just all right, we're done here. Is there a certain number like if the Lakers were to win one more championship, is there a certain number like if it if it was two, does that make it that yeah, makes you- the era a success? Yeah, I well no, it's it's already a success. It is right. That's my point. But it doesn't have to be like there. There can be successes that are less enjoyable than other successes. Like it, that's uh, this okay. this experience. Like all right, so LeBron shows up, and mm-hmm. the entirety of that first year, we're wondering when the kids are going to get shipped out. And then eventually he gets hurt. They don't make the playoffs, and then the kids get shipped out. You do win a championship with one of my favorite Lakers teams of all time. Which Wait, you, why no, you no, don't no. get to just like Let say me that in passing? No, I'm not saying that in passing because it was incredible. Like that is that was an incredible run, an insane season, doing like having the year that they had right after Kobe passes away. Like I am always that that team, just like this Warriors team, is going to have a special place in my heart. But then, mm-hmm. like everything since then, has been miserable. Like they trade they. They trade away a big part of it in Danny Green to bring in Dennis Schroeder, who immediately just shits all over the culture that the Lakers were trying to build. I'm not coming off of the bench, coming off of fucking OKC. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, go ahead and cook. Yeah, and then and then and then from there, like after that didn't work out, and and you bring in Andre Drummond, who you know immediately is demanding to start. And the only way that you're able to get Andre Drummond out of Detroit, career loser Andre Drummond out of Detroit, and he's demanding to start on a team that won the championship the year before. 
And Montrez Harrell is spending all of the postseason subtweeting the Lakers because he can't get on the court again in the postseason. Guess what the guess what the common denominator there is, Trez? And then so you go from that, you have that season. And after that, they make this trade for Russell Westbrook that I didn't like. And because I didn't like it, I get called racist for some reason. And after like it, that season turns out not working out well, the trade winds up not working out well. And every time I say I don't like a move that the Lakers make or a decision that the Lakers make, I always say, I hope to be wrong. Well, I wasn't wrong. I was insanely correct in saying that I don't think this Russell Westbrook trade is going to work. I would have rather traded fewer pieces for Ricky Rubio, and I think the Lakers still would have been a better place even if he tore his ACL for the Lakers. So, like, I, I, this, this whole run, this experience here, like, as we've tried to, after the championship has been so miserable that, like, yeah, it does kind of, while I still hold on to how special that season was, it can kind of erode or because of recency bias as we get farther away and i can and i and i'm and i'm able to just kind of compartmentalize the run after it from that season then yeah i i will be able to look back on that and i'll say that was incredible that was one of the most special seasons of my lifetime one of the best championships i will ever see but like this this last year was miserable like you It was awful. This this last season was terrible, and that's why everybody's ready for either to rip off the Band-Aid and move Russell Westbrook, as painful as that as that as the price might be, and as underwhelming as the return might be. Just like move on, change the change the page on that chapter, and try to have a go at what you and I agree is going to be a wide open season next year or wide open uh, NBA next year. That's all. I that's do, that's where I'm at. I, I do think. I do think that it's I do think that is fascinating because this is the first time in a few years where the NBA has seemed as open and maybe maybe it was actually as open mm-hmm. but it is seemed like going yeah. into it is seemed as wide open I don't think the Warriors are going anywhere the Celtics should be good again Milwaukee should be good again um the Clippers who know like if Kawhi can ever play more than four games in a year, they should be really good. Denver's getting other. So all of that is true, right? Dallas just made a sort of big trade. I don't know, but they were in the Western conference final. Right. So yeah, Phoenix is going to be okay. I don't, but, but I agree with you. Um, I just think that the title Windhorse who, I don't I don't want to shout out on the podcast, mm-hmm. but he says something that I agree with. Winning a title means you never have to say you're sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, and those banners fly forever. I also get it. Like I also get the like uh what have you done for me lately? Mm-hmm. I also get that. And look, I went to a whole bunch of Laker games this year. <laughs> and I was pretty close to the situation. Yeah. It wasn't fun. Yeah. So I do I do get that also. It wasn't fun. It was not fun being there. It was not fun watching it. I get it. But I think we shouldn't undervalue what the ti- what that title means to this era. Yeah, we're just and... put, we're just putting the butt at different parts in our sentences. That's fair. Like, yeah, that's fair. We're saying the same now, thing just we're 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 choosing to highlight one thing over the other. 
And maybe, and again, like to go back to the beginning of this, maybe that is because I grew up a Warriors fan and you grew up a Lakers fan, which meant you win all the time. Mm-hmm. And I grew up a Warriors fan, which meant you oh, were pretty terrible all, right. all the time. All right. So that's, maybe that, maybe, point, maybe then. that's what it is. That is. Maybe I think that is. Maybe. Cause like you're looking at me and you're like, you fucking child. Like, <laughs> you, want a, you want a goddamn title. What? Yeah. Right. No, I, all right. So, that that I think is I think the break. By the way, Sabrina you. got to wear the ring last night. Mm-hmm. She won't listen to this again, but <laughs> <laughs> she got to wear the ring last yeah. night. So, but so like I think I think that is the hang up here. That's where our our com- communication is kind of breaking down. That like I am talking about this from the perspective of Lakers fandom, where we demand more than just like the one championship, because. We want to be better. We have been better. And this is what we're going to talk about here in a second. The Lakers have been better than the Boston Celtics over the course of my lifetime by the a Lakers lot. The Lakers have been better than everyone Everybody. over the course of your lifetime. All right, let's go through the list. So I was born in October of 86. So I'm not counting the championship that Boston won in June of 86. Because Why I, should you? I can't. You weren't, you weren't alive yeah. yet. Why should you? Yeah. So my So the NBA, as defined by me during my lifetime, the Lakers have won eight championships. The Bulls have won six. The Spurs, five. Warriors, four. Pistons, three. Miami, three. Houston, two. And then Milwaukee, Toronto, Cleveland, and Boston all have one. Just throw the Celtics in the random collection. They're, they're, it's a one They're the honorable mention. They're an outlier. <laughs> they're, a, they're a mistake. Remember in, 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 uh, in, in Entourage? When no, I Ari, don't, I, I don't know. Oh. I mean, I know what it is, but I haven't really I, watched it like that. I, I enjoy. I I enjoy. This is one of my guilty pleasures. I really enjoyed okay. Entourage. But like, okay. um, Ari walks in, and who's the redhead uh, chef? I I don't know. Are no, you no, no, no. Famous redhead chef, like in in the real world. Uh, you're a food guy. Who's the famous redhead chef in the real world? Yeah. Oh my god! Uh, I'm gonna Google this. What? Bobby Flay, I, I, Bobby Flay. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. All yeah, right. He's so like kind of, he's like kind of a ginger. Yeah. Yeah. So so, Ari walks in the agent guy. By the way, by the, by the way it is my favorite show. Beat Bobby Flay is my favorite show yeah. on TV. Iron oh, Chef just came to Netflix. It's really good. Um, but so uh, the original or the American version? The Amer- No, it's their brand new episodes of Iron Chef are on Netflix. What? Oh, yeah. Okay. It's good. I watched the the original version, the Japanese yeah. version. Um, okay, go ahead. But so, so anyway, Ari walks into the house. His, I think, wife or ex-wife is in a relationship or cheating on and him. And Ari's with, the agent, right? Uh-huh, with, with Bobby Flay. And Ari walks in, like, busts through the front door or whatever and goes, is Bobby Flay in my house? Bobby Flay, get your ginger ass out here, you genetic mistake. Like, the Boston <laughs> son- <laughs> Boston's one championship was a genetic mistake. It was an outlier. It's a clerical error. And and it only happened because Danny Ainge tampered with with Kevin McHale and sent Kevin Garnett to uh or got Kevin Garnett for a lesser package than the Lakers were offering up um because he was buddy buddy with with Kevin McHale. So like yeah, I'm suggesting you're wrong in any of that. Yeah, and so I it, yeah. Hold on, shout out to my guy Leon Poe though who has like just an insane who PJ had Brown like didn't like miss a shot. Point. Yeah. Right. He was like 8 for 9 from the yeah. field and had 20 and now for we, no reason. And yeah. now we have to listen to Kendrick Perkins on on ESPN all the time. And now we had for a while there we had to listen to 
Paul Pierce on ESPN all the time. And, and Kevin Garnett, uh, who's the only one of those people who should be talking because he's the only great player among them. Um, he had a thing on, on TNT. And so he did. And, and I, I just with the most incredible with the most incredible pl- hoodie placement. I don't somehow he, he definitely duct taped po- that. Yeah. Two sided tape. To like sit like halfway back on the top of his head. Yeah. It was incredible. Although it I'm never not moved. Sure I feel it never moved. He's like an animated I'm also not dude. Sure how I feel about your Brian Scalabrini erasure, but okay, go ahead. I'm gonna let <laughs> the you Red Mamba. But so like anyway, the point that I'm making here in relation to to like the the communication breakup here is that yeah, the Lakers over my lifetime is the best franchise in the sport and and by a lot and especially in recent years, right? Where the Bulls they won all their championships 20 years ago. The Spurs haven't won their championship in uh, almost a decade now. If by 20, you mean 30, yes. I guess we're just old. I'm old. And, uh, you know, the Golden State Warriors, I, I think, is the, is the argument. Like, that's the, that's the closest thing to the best franchise over my lifetime from start to finish, at least recently. Mm, um, and then, no, and then it's, it's like the Lakers. No, it's still the, Lakers. no, I'm, I only argument that has like any team that has a discussion with the Lakers is what I'm saying. Oh, okay. Okay. Like, okay. Um, the only other one is like maybe Miami could I mean, make a Spurs, case for it, the Spurs are but the, the Spurs have been so bad and so irrelevant now for a little while. I mean, I guess the Lakers were irrelevant for about the same amount of time. So I guess we can, we can compare the two and we'll see what it looks like moving forward here with the Lakers after LeBron, but like, yeah, I, to the point that it, it, it's a long winded point, I grant that, but the Lakers as a fan base, one championship does not make a run successful like that is the, the we're the only fan base who feels that way because we're the only fan base whose team has proven to us that they're capable of more than that and so yeah that's 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 where where i kind of stand let's use that though as a segue let's stop arguing with each other can we make, fun of, can we make fun of the Celtics? yeah yeah let's make fun of them. all right yeah. so boston as big a joke as the detroit pistons are currently still triple the amount of championships over my lifetime than boston mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, the San Preach. the San Antonio Spurs, uh, in the smallest market, I believe in the NBA have five times the championships that the Boston Celtics have as they live in what people Preach. consider, consider like Preach. one of these sports hubs in the country. Um, the Milwaukee Bucks who traded Kareem Abdul-Jabbar infamously traded Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and indeed. Uh, are in, I would imagine, the second or third smallest market in the country, have as many championships as Boston, and have a much better chance at winning a championship moving forward than Boston. The Miami Heat, who Boston fans look down on all the time for for uh, bandwagon fanhood and, and no commitment to, to greatness in the ways that Boston Celtics fans must be. Um, Miami triple the championships that Boston has. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sorry, Bill Simmons. You don't get to judge dynasties. You don't get to tell anybody no, who has no. what kind of dynasty. You, you don't no. get to, you're not in on that conversation. No, you, you were alive for one, but the vast majority of your readers probably weren't. So <laughs> like I, I, <laughs> the, 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 the ones that the ones that also were around don't know how to yeah. access the internet yeah right the ones who know what you're talking about have their kids print out your articles for them 
Um, so like, <laughs> this is my favorite petty Anthony is my favorite Anthony. The, the Boston Celtics, like I, we're talking about how how you know Tim Bontemps considers them the best defense of all time. You know what they actually were? One of the worst offenses a great team has ever had in in the NBA Finals. These okay. motherfuckers couldn't dribble. Like okay, you, so I you give so you give I, Magic Johnson a hard time for not dribbling with his left hand. That was did. I watched. We watched the sleepy Sabrina and I watched the Sleepy Floyd game, and <laughs> I ain't seen, I ain't seen him dribble with his left not once. Yeah, you know who else can't dribble with their left? The entirety of the Boston Celtics okay, organization. You're right. So here's so here's the thing, and I put this. This actually may have been my most viral tweet. Actually, I do want to hear what your most viral tweet is. <laughs> it's probably not something you want to revisit, but I. But even before the game yesterday, I was bothered by there was a media sentiment that this series was just about like the the Celtics are better than the Warriors. And if they get out of their own way, they're going to win. And I didn't I don't understand based on what? Yeah, based on what? And it also it is diminishing. And it's not about the Warriors specifically. It's just about anybody because the Boston Celtics beat. Jimmy Butler and seven G leaguers. Is that why? <laughs> this, I'm not gonna have you talk about Max Struess like this. <laughs> um, <laughs> I just, I don't. I think it is. I think it is unfair, and it's not about the Warriors. I think it is unfair to frame it as the Celtics can do whatever they want, and the opponent has nothing to do with it. Is there a reason that? Maybe the Celtic and you're right. The Celtics turn the ball over too much. The Celtics are loose with the ball. Jalen Brown probably needs to tighten up his handle, and Jason Tatum, who I want to get into in a second, probably needs to better be a better decision maker. But I think it is unfair and intellectually dishonest and probably disingenuous to suggest that whoever you're playing doesn't have to be the Warriors, but whoever you're playing has nothing to do with influencing what the Celtics look like offensively. There's a reason why. And yes, they have some guys that are loose with the ball, but there's a reason that they look uncomfortable. Maybe it's the other team. Yeah, especially when the other team has a, a recent history of winning championships and you don't. Like... I, I didn't understand that talking point because people were talking about the Boston Celtics as if like, like I get kind of annoyed at the whole, like, have you been there before thing? Because someone has to start somewhere or whatever. But when you're talking about um, Boston just has to stay out of their own way, that implies that uh, they are the better team, which. Yeah, but based on that was my problem. Based on what? Right. Well, based on the second half of the season is what. I think people are basing that off of when they were legitimately good, but they were legitimately good against who over no, the course the, of the, the second Celtics, half of that the season. The Celtics are really good. The Celtics are really no, good. No, but like when, when, when Boston went on their crazy run in the regular season, right? You go through the teams that they beat and there were some legitimate wins in there, but a lot of like sure. beating, beating like low seated fodder in the Eastern conference. Like it was just kind of whatever. So go cook and, and roast then, the Celtics cook right and and then now, and now you get to now you get to through you you go through you get to a, a final series up against a team that has only lost in the finals when Draymond Green decided to hit uh LeBron James in the nuts 
and 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 when uh, Kevin Durant and Clay Thompson both got hurt, those are the only scenarios yeah. that the Golden State Warriors. And by the way, to go back to the Cleveland one, and Iguodala oh, yeah. and Bogut were yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and and so like the only the only times that that the Golden State Warriors have lost in the finals um, have been under weird circumstances. There are fewer weirder weird circumstances. There are like there Clay is recovering some from injury, and Draymond is I guess a little. Uh, older or whatever, but this is a relatively hil- healthy Warriors team. We you don't normally see a relatively healthy Warriors team lose in the finals, and they for some not, reason it was not a lot. No, and and so like when when that core is in that situation and teams are saying and and like look, I, I'm the same guy who took Boston in six um, because I thought that uh, Boston's physicality on the perimeter would provide some issues and their ability to switch uh, switch defensively would provide some issues. Um, but one thing that I overlooked was the fact that, hey, it requires dribbling to be good on offense in basketball. And yeah, that's something that I'll eat. <laughs> well, and, and and you have said this a bunch, um, and I agree with you. Boston doesn't have a point guard. Marcus Smart's a good player. They had one but... earlier this year, but they traded him for luxury tax purposes. Hmm. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> caring about luxury taxes in the middle of a title run or a title window doesn't normally work out very well. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to leave that wrong. Um, I think, I, I, I think that the next, like the place that we go with this conversation is I think it, the Jason Tatum conversation, yeah. he had more turnovers. Look, he played a million minutes. But he had more turnovers. He, I think he had a hundred. I want to say in the play, he had a hundred turnovers in the mm-hmm. playoffs. Um, One fewer turnover and, in the playoffs than there are Dalmatians. Okay. Mm-hmm. Disney dad joke. You definitely have a two and a half year old. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you and I live very different lives, brother. <laughs> um, but I think that. So my, actually, my mom, my mom called me today and wanted to talk about the Warriors winning and wants me to go to the parade and all of that. And wanted me <laughs> and by the way, shout out Anne. Anne is already already like Damian Lee needs to go and JTA needs to go and we need to do this and that and other. who? Hold on. Do we get JJ Juan Toscano Anderson? No, who, no, no. Who are no, the Warriors no. gonna say that? Who's saying my mom and oh mom, okay okay my mom. Yeah. My mom called me and already wanted to like <laughs> figure out the Warriors roster for next year. And Your mom and I are kindred spirits, it turns out. And I think that it is, I, I don't, first of all, I don't think it's the time to have this conversation. And she was, she was like, why is, uh, they're saying Jason Tatum's a superstar. He's not a superstar. And I said, mom, he had a bad series, but like, I don't think that's the main point. He was first team all NBA. Yeah. I don't think that's the main point. What I do think is the most important point is that even among stars or superstars or whatever you call it, there are levels to this. Yeah. Right. There's not like, I don't, I don't think just because Tatum has his flaws and he may get there. Thankfully he's still 19. So he may get there. He would be 19 in perpetuity forever. But I think for me, the list is LeBron, Steph, KD, Giannis. and Giannis. You put them in whatever order you want. 
if you want to call the rest of the guys superstars, fine. But even among superstars, there's levels to this. And Tatum just he was bad. Yeah. He was bad in these finals. He turned the ball, he had a hundred turnovers in the playoffs, and it was worse in the finals. He wasn't good. Yeah. It doesn't mean he's not a superstar or a star or we can like discuss semantics. But even among superstars, even among the best players, there's levels to this. Yeah. Well, it's like, so Zach Harper and Amin um, Alhassan have their their club, right? That, that like, yeah, yeah. Um, and that's how they Nick define, Wright, like, the NBA. Right, tried to hijack. The, uh-huh. uh, yeah, the, and they, yeah. So, like, that's how they have their MVP conversation. And it's like, it's a club. And when somebody mm-hmm. goes in, somebody has to come out and mm-hmm. all that stuff. Um if I was to continue that analogy and, and, and use this on superstardom, when you enter a club, there are different areas of a club, right? There's like the, there's the roped off area where, where, right. you know, the, 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 the real ballers are at. And that's where, that's the tier you're talking about, right? There, that's where LeBron and Steph and Giannis and KD. Um, and I guess, did you have Luca in there? Mm-mm. Okay. So it's no, it's those four. Luca. So Luca and Embiid and Jason Tatum. Yeah. So those guys, Devin, like whoever else you want. Yeah. Whoever else you consider a superstar. And by the way, Kawhi could be there, but we haven't seen him play in two years. years. But yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, maybe, maybe, but I don't know. But right now, yeah. It's Steph, it's LeBron, it's KD, and it's Giannis. Yeah. And that's, that's it. And, you know, they, like, they're in that special group. You can call whoever you want a superstar, but those four are in the special. Those four, they're different. I think there's something interesting here to be said about Tatum specifically. And and I think it's, you know, we're seeing it with Steph and we're seeing it with the Warriors. Um, but like, there is such a rush to be the first to say something. And once that person who says the thing first gets a bunch of attention, it starts getting echoed a bunch. Absolutely. And, and I think Tatum's superstardom was the kind of thing that people wanted to rush to say first. Yeah. They we, wanted we, to, acknowledge, we didn't jump the gun. Yes. Yeah. We wanted, people wanted to acknowledge that superstar first. And then we saw all the engagement on, you know, Jason Tatum as him and all of that stuff. And, and I think it was too early. It, it just flat out was too early um, yes. to anoint him in the same way. And I think, like with with Russ, that's all I'm kind of saying when when we talk about Russ, Rush on or Steph on Mount Rushmore, right? It's like, or in the top ten or whatever. Is I'm saying, yeah, he he might be there. Jason Tatum might get to superstar eventually, superstardom eventually, um, maybe, but because the you know the rise isn't linear. But I I you are yeah, absolutely right. It I. I want to wait until like I actually see that from Tatum. I want to see him handle this kind of setting better than he did this year. Not just this series, but these playoffs. He was not good in the finals. Yeah. No, he was good in the playoffs. He was not good in the finals. Well, but, but even like, look, you don't rack up 100 turnovers over the course of a playoffs um, and, and not have questions along the way, right? Not just in the finals, Absolutely. but along the way. Absolutely. So, like, I, 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 I don't know. Maybe this makes me boring, and it, it probably takes away from my ability to you do this job or whatever. You are a lot of things, but boring has yeah. not been one I am familiar with you being. But I, I want to wait. Like I want to wait to see. It, I feel the same way with Luca. Um, I feel the same way uh, with with you know that entire tier. Embiid is Joker. I think, in Embiid, that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like I want to see. 
I, I want to see more from these guys before we just anoint them. I wanted like they, I agree. It, it also, by the way, is kind of a disservice to the to the players who did climb that mountaintop. To the play, not just the ones currently, but the ones ever who have been called superstars. I'm. It, this is probably the thing I fight with our our silver screen and roll colleagues the most in Slack, is that I have a very narrow definition of what I call a superstar and a star. I, again, and I think there's four. Yeah. I think there are four. Yeah, that's it. Steph, LeBron, Giannis, KD. That's and the list. I think there's room for a fifth, but after we get like, Ooh, after, but who? Well, no, I'm saying, I'm saying, like, I, I think it's possible that over the course of this next season, we see a fifth kind of a, a fifth player join that conversation. And it, oh, I agree. We but also there's might none not there yet. We also, yeah, we also might not. Yet. Like, we don't know. Correct. So, and and and, and so, I, I, I guess with with Tatum, um, I think it's really he was cool. Awful. I, he was awful. Yeah, I, <laughs> he was awful. <laughs> I think it's it's really cool that he he was you know doing the whole Kobe respect thing and 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 I think it's something that that Kobe would respect. Go ahead, go go ahead and take that purple wristband off, brother. Yeah, but um, what if you are going to do that with with Kobe in the finals like that? Then you have to continue to honor Kobe's memory because he did struggle in that Utah series, right? He did. Um, and and famously fired up those two air balls. He and did, yeah. and then immediately, you know, said, "All right, I got to get better than that. I'm going to put in the work, and I'm going to get better than that." And 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 I think here for for Tatum, you wanna you wanna honor Kobe, cool. Spend this entire off season working on your left hand. Like spend this entire off season finding ways to get to the line more often than you did. Studying tape to to get better and really push yourself because like the the Kobe stuff, the Kobe wristband, wearing the Kobe practice gear that you did. Like that was a pretty cool story, I guess. But to me, the, the the cooler story, the cooler way to go about this is to actually honor Kobe with the type of work ethic that Kobe was synonymous with. I just, I think that the discourse around this is, um, I think it lacks nuance. And so I think that's important. Yeah. The like, we label somebody a star or a superstar and whatever that means. I just, I, yeah, I just, I just think it lacks nuance because even among the people we consider stars or superstars, there, there are levels to this. Yeah. There are tiers and there are levels. And again, shout out, Ann. My mom was like, well, Jason Tatum's not a superstar. They told me he's a superstar and he was, I mean, maybe he's a superstar. I don't have a problem with that. He was he was first team All NBA. That seems like a superstar, but there are levels to it. Yeah. And on the biggest stage, he wasn't able to get there. He was not able to drag his team to wherever it needed to go. Yeah. So I think the important part of the the discussion is in whatever classifications we make, there are still levels to it. And still I have for years said, I don't know if it's the truth now, but I think Giannis is probably the best player in the NBA. But for years, I have said LeBron is the best player in the NBA, but Steph Curry is the boogeyman because everybody's terrified of him. There were moments during these playoffs where, and you and I talked about it, where I thought that Giannis might be the best player and the boogeyman <laughs> because yeah. he is terrifying. Mm hmm but the way that Steph Steph can break defenses and have two guys run at him when he doesn't have the ball, all of that. 
Um, but I think the point is there are there are levels to it. There are there are differentiating factors. There are levels to this, even among those classifications. And Jason Tatum, who was first team NBA, and Devin Booker was first team NBA. Like those dudes are not Steph and LeBron and KD and and Giannis. To me, those four are the guys, and then we'll see about the rest. Yeah, I think there's I think there's room in there for you know another player to be added. And by the way, like it's possible. Wait, no, 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 no. Prediction: Who's it going to be? I just told you that these things aren't linear. I don't know who it's going to be. I I'm the guy who just said like I want to wait. I'm not. Way, I just I, said I, I just I, got annoyed I, at the fact that like Tatum was I, anointed. I, I think it's Luca. By the way, if if you're gonna, I think it's Luca is the next one. Maybe. Maybe. I think it's Luca. I look, he can't be shaped like a lima bean. Like if you're gonna if you if you're gonna get in <laughs> you can't look like a thumb. No, man. You can't be a big toe and 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 get into that portion of the uh of the club. I don't know. I he's I think he's the one. Maybe. I think he's I think he's the next one. Maybe. But like, you know, we also, by the way, might see somebody depart that area of the club this next year, right? Like at some point, Absolutely. at some point, LeBron's going to. So, are like, you sure? I don't think he's going to retire in that area. <laughs> are you sure? Are he's you gonna... sure? <laughs> LeBron is an alien. Are you sure? Yeah. I mean, look, it's wild what LeBron has been able to do. All I'm saying though is that, like, if LeBron is starting to depart that area of the club, if he's, you know, if somebody else approaches that club and talks to the bouncer about what it takes to get in there, like I. I can't wait to I see got, it. I'll give you twenty dollars. Let me get in. Yeah, right. Not uh, to the in in, but let me get in. I got twenty dollars. Let right. me get in. Let me just put my foot right. Th- wow, that is that's cool right there, huh? Huh. All right. Um, and I think that's what like by the way, that's how these things go. Like you have people just kind of stand around that area and they they kind of bounce around. Like, all right, am I am I going to take that leap? Am I going to take that next step? And then and then and then it's the kind of thing that's like it's not even a discussion when it happens, right? It's the kind of thing that it doesn't even no, require- kick the door down, yeah. Yeah, it's not the kind of thing that like, it requires somebody to say it first. We all just know. We all know what it looks like. And yeah. and and like Tatum, this this finals especially, is, we, know, we know it doesn't look like that. <laughs> no, you know what's interesting about Tatum though is his highs are like as high as anybody. Yeah. He just has- more lows than mm-hmm. most of these guys do most of the like all-time great like first table first seat yeah all those guys the lows are just he has some stinkers boy well i think but Kawhi is the interesting one it's because, because for if for... he's healthy he probably belongs in that conversation and those those lows that you're talking about in my opinion tatum needs to get to the free throw line more than he does he kind of does that coos thing where remember early in coos his career coos thing okay yeah well early in coos's career where like he was so talented and skilled around the basket that he would kind of play away from contact and make difficult finishes rather than try to play through the contact and and if absolute worst case scenario you get to the line I think Tatum has that to him somewhat, and and I think if if he wants to take that next step, um, and have fewer of those lows, or at least like bring what those lows look like up a little bit, 
Um, I think he, it's, it's going to start with getting to the free throw line, not twerking for fouls. Cause I think that got him into trouble in these finals. It did. Um, it did. but like actually playing through contact, doing whatever is necessary to finish ideally. And if not finish, get to the line. That's my call. Yeah. I, I agree with all that. Um, I just think he is a, I mean, the fact that he's still 19 is, is yeah, meaningful here. plenty of time um, to learn these. I things. think, I think, I think it is, I think he is a fascinating case study because I agree with you. He does way too much twerking for fouls. And the, I was about to say the Red Sox, I don't even know why I'm thinking about baseball. Mm-hmm. Um, the Celtics, they do, they have had an elite defense. People called them an all time great defense, maybe, maybe not, but. They weren't good in transition. Part of the reason they weren't good in transition is because their best players were so busy complaining about not getting stuff on the offensive end. They didn't get back. And so I am fascinated by where it goes from here. And I I mentioned earlier about it seems like the Celtics are young and this will just go in perpetuity and they'll get back. But maybe, maybe not. Maybe this was their only chance. So... And linear, and as you said, development is not, not linear. Mm-hmm. So I am fascinated by what they're going to look like going forward and what Jason Tatum is going to look like going forward and what Jalen Brown is going to look like going forward. But this was not a good showing for no. Tatum. No. This was not, this was, and it doesn't mean he's not a superstar, right? And you're listening to this, so we've had this conversation on the phone. But it doesn't mean Jason Tatum isn't a superstar. There are just levels to this. And Jason Tatum is not Steph Curry. He's not LeBron James. He's not KD. He's not Giannis. Could he get there? Maybe. But there, those dudes are all-timers, and Jason Tatum isn't. Yeah. All right. That's going to do it for this episode of The Hook. This week's episodes of the Silver Screen Roll uh, podcast feed, um, this season's episode of all of these oh. shows, right? That we oh. are now we are now turning the page. The pre- page has already been turned. We already talked a little bit about Russell Westbrook and his. We're decision. an off. We're an off season. Yeah, mode? we are in off season mode. Um, I, unlike you know some members of the Lakers, will be working on my game here over the first couple months of the off season. Um, but you know. Not judging those who don't. Uh, (laughs) um, We have a lot of really cool stuff coming down the pike. We are going to have a free agency pressure cooker. We are still going to be doing those weekly spaces um, Mm -hmm. every Tuesday afternoon. I am going to be going to uh, Vegas for Summer League. I'm probably going to be joined out there by some of the other people on this feed. Aaron among them. I was going to say, who do you mean? Yeah. Uh, so there's there's some really cool I need, stuff. I need I need I need Harrison and Jacob in Vegas. Those are the guys. Jacob I, I will be there. Vegas. Harrison, what I tried really hard to to get okay. Harrison okay. out there. He did not. Sabrina. Uh, I don't get know. Sabrina? I don't know. I doubt it. I doubt, I doubt it. it. Okay. But I I do think Raj is going out there. I do think Jacob oh. is going out there. Oh. Okay. Alex also might be. I don't know oh. for sure. So I don't know. I'm not, I'm not sure. Harrison come to Vegas for summer league challenge. I've been trying, man. He, he does okay. not want to do it. Um, okay. so we have some, like I said, really exciting stuff. Really. I, I can't wait to get into all of it. So until then I'm Anthony Irwin. That was Aaron Larsoul, And this was the hook. Cheers.
Shout out Devin. Fuck you, Boston. Shut up, Devin. <laughs>